Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Wilson, coming at you with a lovely morning session. You can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. I am your mobile host, Brian Wilson. And I am your, I'll say damaged host, Jay Wilson. Damaged? I'm, oh, no. I'm taking a lot of damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get to that, I want to say the lineup for the show today, because I'm excited. So, we got first of all, we're obviously going to... Ellen gonna... DeGeneres. We got... <laughs> Morgan Freeman. The the guy who hosts Family Feud, and I can't think of his name. Harvey? Um, yeah, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. And we're going to have all of them shadow boxing in a pool full of pudding. They're all in the live studio audience. You're not going to hear from them. But that's going to be at the very end, if we have time for it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Before that, obviously, we're going to catch up on what we've been up to, um, which I'm thinking should be, well, I don't know how long that'll take. It's always longer than we think. Anyways, we'll do that, and then we have a topic lined up, which is lapses in logic, or just areas where we stand by our logic even though it doesn't make sense, which there's a lot of them, and they're all very illogical. And then at the end, Jay, I have a special announcement that I'm excited about, so I'm going to swing that in at the very end. Are you getting married again? (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, I've converted to Mormonism. At this point, it's like I. I'll give you a hint. I'm a Mormon now. <laughs> um, and the decision is, I no longer drink coffee. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like at this, I feel like until you get married, there's well, you know, I suppose it could be a certain, uh, could be a certain little. Uh, I don't know how else to phrase this. You could, Sydney could be pregnant. <laughs> yeah, she could. That is also a possibility. <laughs> but you'll just have to stick around to the end of the episode to find like, out. The number of, like, I have a big announcements in your life are, like, well, like, you know, I guess life's dynamic. There's always something coming up. And it's all about perspective, too. Like, <laughs> compared to uh, being Mormon, this is not a big announcement. Mm. Now I'm trying to gauge how but it's, exciting you think having a kid would be. Is it more or less exciting than becoming a <laughs> Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's what we got lined up. Jay, what's going on? Well, Brian, um, despite the school's greatest efforts, I was an exciting young person for the last week. I went to South Carolina on spring break. Or th- was the school trying to not let you go on spring break? I I think Cincinnati doesn't want me to have fun. It's been a it's been a Jay Wilson campaign to have fun, and Cincinnati consistently oh. wants me not to. Um, you guys are diametrically opposed at this point. Yeah, not just like Cincinnati's great. Everybody should go here, but I think just like college, <laughs> at least I don't know. At least the way I interact with college, man, it's I feel like I need to just really put my foot down sometimes because it's like i have capstone there's stuff i should have been doing over break there's no actual due dates what was really refreshing was that i had two classes um my two electives that i have this semester that were just like all right yeah so have a fun break like no assignments and then everything else was just like oh there's these big giant assignments that you kind of need to work on um although my one other class that isn't capstone was just like, hey, we have something due the Monday you come back from spring break. Uh, it seems like you guys are having a tough time with that. Uh, we're going to push that to the Friday you get back from spring break. So I'm just like, thank goodness. Wow. Doing it for the people. Like, thanks a lot. Um, so I guess Cincinnati is kind of throwing me a bone in some ways. But basically, like, I felt external pressure and internal pressure to, like, get some work done over break. But then I got, like, angry at that fact. So then I was like, no, I'm, no, I refuse. Like, this is dumb. I deserve a break. And other people are just like, some people are like, I, I, we all have shit we need to do. And, like, some, like my friends that I was going on vacation with, like, were kind of trying to do some work during break. Or at least one of them was. Um, but then, like, I started feeling kind of bad because, like, a lot of these are, like, group projects. And, like, I feel like I should have done some stuff. But... I don't know. It's dumb for them to give us a break and then not give us a break. And I got angry at that. So I was just like, no, this is so stupid. Um, and yeah, like, you have some teachers, too, that, like, for fall break, they'll be like, oh, this isn't a break. This is just an opportunity for you to catch up on your work. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. And then, like, people, like, I feel like professors sometimes, if they're, like, real hard asses, will be like, well, you should have, like, you should have gotten work done, like, a little bit over break. It's like, I don't take a break over spring break. And it's just like, yeah, well, you're not a student. Like, I'm a student, mm-hmm. and 
I work really hard a lot of the time, and I think that we deserve a break, and that's why you give us a break. Like, and if I yeah, need to get like work you're done, an adult, yeah. you're an adult who is employed, and other adults who are employed don't just randomly get weeks off throughout the year. Yeah, it's like the standard is different for yeah, an adult with a career and a student yeah. who is being a student. And adults get vacations, like <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was just like. At a certain point, I really doubled down. And I was only really gone for three days. I had one day of travel on each end that I also didn't do anything. But, like, I really just committed to three of the days not being uh, work at all. Yeah. And then I was just like... Wait. What? Think about this. Imagine... So, yeah, adults get, like, vacation days. And it's like, I'm taking vacation. Don't expect me to do anything. Yeah. What if students got vacation days? That's what I'm saying. And you could... You could take your vacation days whenever you want. It's like, and it's like, yeah, you and a bunch of your buddies could plan, like, yeah, we're all going to take our one week on this week and then leave. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's an exam that day. And it's like, well, too bad. I'm taking my vacation. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll get I'll get to it when I get back. Um, yeah. You know, how the real world operates. Yeah, it's freaking obnoxious. Well, then, I mean, I guess also the real world doesn't operate where it's just like, oh, somebody needs to be here to take this test. Um, you're on vacation. Okay, somebody else will take it. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's well, and I mean, I guess that's why like they have everybody leave at the same time. It's because like we need to, everyone needs to do everything at school. So it's like I don't know. It's just frustrating. I don't know. Well, think about it. At work, it's like if you have a report due, it's like oh, I'm gonna be on vacation the week that it's due, but I'll make sure that it gets turned in. Yeah. Like, if you have obligations to fill when you take a vacation at work, you still make sure they get filled. I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe you work something out with your teacher where you're like, well, I'm taking vacation. Can I, like, take this online? Or can I take it early? Or blah, blah, blah. Like, you find a way to make it work. Yeah. But, anyhow. So, that was, um, that was part of it. I went on spring break. It was super fun. Did, or, wait, did we just phase shift into me talking about my week? Or did we already start? Yeah, we did. It was super smooth. I'm a good podcaster. Nice. It's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I went on vacation to South Carolina, Folly Beach, with um, my uh, three male roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to take all the credit. We are good podcasters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it was pretty fun. It was cold the first day, which I wasn't psyched about. Um, yeah. But then... The other two days, it said it was supposed to be the about the same temperature, but then for some reason it just felt extremely warmer. Like, I think the wind was a lot less significant. Um, mm-hmm. We just kind of had, like, classic beach times. It was really great. Um, I'll say this. It was a well, like, coordinated trip. Like, we, I felt like we were all on the same page for, like, almost all of it, and it just, like, went well. So, like, the night before, we, like, planned out all the meals, and then we made an entire grocery list. And then brought everything we possibly could from home in terms of, like, spices, oil, like, nonstick spray, like, big Mm. pots we would need for certain meals we were planning. Like, all sorts of essentials. Mm -hmm. Um, So that we didn't have to buy them there, which felt amazing. Because I I get, like, I feel like every time I go on vacation where I fly somewhere, I should just say, when we go to the Driftwood, it's always, like, an annoying blow (laughs) at the start where it's, uh... Like, all right, time to buy salt and, like, two different spices that we think will cover most of our needs. And then, like, all these other things. It's just like, grr. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But, uh... Because then you know you're going to be throwing away, like, 50% of it at the end anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that. Um, Which, it got me thinking. If I can do this Mm -hmm. this well with three of my roommates, I feel like we could do this pretty well... With the family getting a big, awesome Airbnb somewhere. No, we probably could. Like, what you're describing for your spring break just sounds like a normal adult vacation. Yeah, like... That's well organized. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, so we... Yes, we have the Driftwood Weeks, and the Driftwood's great. But for the amount of money that we spend at the Driftwood, could we get insane Airbnbs periodically? (laughs) Like... Yeah. We definitely could. I feel like everyone just kind of has leaned on, like, the whole standing reservation aspect of it, where it's just like, oh, I don't need to organize anything. I fly down to Fort Lauderdale. We have the weeks. Yeah. But, like, uh-huh. they're objectively not the greatest, I think. Like, it's a cool area, <laughs> but, like... Yeah. 
compared to an, a dope Airbnb. Yeah. Like, I've gone to a few dope Airbnbs in my days now. Uh-huh. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It would, it would be a different vibe, though, too. It would be a different vibe. I think one of the best aspects of it, though, was probably, like, the driving part, where I was able to bring the stuff that I needed. Um, mm-hmm. But anyhow, so I'd say the organization of the whole trip can be summed up in the first day, where we're driving down, we're getting in at, like, 6 or 7, and we're all hungry, right? So then on the way in, I'm just like, hold on, guys. I got an idea. We have this ginormous grocery trip we need. Let's stop at the Walmart on the way in, get just the ingredients for this dinner really quick, continue on to the house. We drop off half the team to make dinner while the other half goes and gets the rest of the groceries. Well, this is getting next level now. So then we were just like, heck yeah. So me and Caleb are at the house chefing up dinner. And then we finish it. We're sitting there. We make like, we're like, we finish like maybe like 20 minutes before the other team gets back. Then they get back. We unpack all the groceries. They start plating dinner. I'm just like, everybody want gin and tonic? They're just like, hell yeah. And then we're all having cocktails and dinner seamlessly. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Like a well-oiled machine. That's what I'm saying. So it was just like having four people on vacation on the same page was pretty cool. Um... Yeah, and then it just it just went well. Like we we went out to eat once, I think, because we planned to do it twice, but then didn't get around to it. And uh, <laughs> and we yeah, it was great. We didn't have to throw away all our food at the end of the trip. We just brought it all back. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, but that was most of my time. I had a week before that. Um, oh, things are hurting again. Like my foot hurt for a while, and then once I got that better, now my hip hurts. So I haven't been running a lot, and I'm sad. No. Yeah. But other than that, it's yeah, fine. me and Sid, Sydney and I are in big time rehab mode at the hotel we're at. They have like a full gym downstairs. Oh jeez! That like people not staying at the hotel have memberships to this gym. Wow. Yeah, so they have like all the equipment and stuff. So um, Sydney made a new workout plan for me. That's a uh, meniscus rehab specific. Oh boy! And also, it's been six months now since I stopped running. Jeez, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I um, I just decided to take the plunge. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a, a, a test run, so to speak. I'm like, I'm just going to hop on the treadmill and run until my leg hurts. And then I did, and I made it 35 minutes, I think. Yeah. And it still didn't hurt. I was just, like, really tired and cramping up because I'm not a runner anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I ran for 35 minutes. Um, but then I was like, yeah, it was still, like, a little bit of like background like achiness maybe but there was no like sharp pain that's usually stopped me from running so i was like okay well that's a good sign so i put together a little running progression plan and then sydney worked in like some uh strength training with it and i'm back on the horse as far as like working out but now we're about to huh i was gonna say how are you uh progressing is it like three days a week four days a week yeah, I'm going four days a week. I'm going by minutes instead of miles. And my goal that I'm working towards is a 45-minute long day. Okay. Yeah. So this so this week I did, I had like strength training day and then 20-minute run leg rehab. And then strength training, 20-minute run leg rehab. And then I just, I had two days that were just full body lifting. And then a short run day and then a long run day and then just a ton of stretching. Yeah. I uh, So yeah. my long run was 28 minutes that I did yesterday. Okay. Sounds kind of similar. When I had my foot thing when I was living in Troy, I did like a couple weeks where it was like, or a few weeks where it was um, like I did like a six mile week where it was like three different days of two miles and then like an eight mile week yeah. and then a 12 mile week. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's pretty- rough out there, but at least I'm running. I'm no, still yeah. nervous. I've been doing all my running on the treadmill. We're in Oswego, New York right now, so it's really, like, cold and, like, icy and treacherous, so I don't want to run on those roads. But uh, I am nervous because I've been doing all my running on the treadmill, and I've been fine there, but I still think if I take it to the roads that I might, uh, it might not bode as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it feels good to take meaningful steps. Like, I remember, like, even when I was, like, doing, like, eight miles a week, it was, like, it was in combination. It was in tandem with, like, lifting. So then I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I'm doing my lifting. And then, like, oh, I get to, like, try out my running more. And then, like, yeah, it's 
Yeah. It's nice to be trending in the right direction again. Yeah. And just to be like on an exercise regimen yeah. is like really good for my mental health for sure. No, yeah. That's something I've been struggling with uh, did, as a being hurt has become part of my life again. I, cause like, I don't know, I want to rest, but then the weird thing for me is that my hip, it's like, I don't know how to rest a hip. I've never done that before. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I've been like kind of trying to like strengthen it, but then I also don't know if that's like just aggravating it more. It doesn't feel like it does, but then mm-hmm. like it like straight up hurt on vacation. Like, and I mm-hmm. like wasn't really, well, it like hurts the day after runs and then like also kind of hurts random other times. I don't know. It's weird, but it doesn't hurt now. I'm going to try running today. I have a meet on Saturday that I think dad's coming to that. Oh no. I'm like really upset that I haven't been training for. <laughs> oh, but, but, that you sucks. Know. I think it's like I did enough training that like I, I could see myself pulling out a really good time just because like I did training and now I'm like super rested, but then. I could also see the wheels coming off for nationals later. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've become a big fan of just not hesitating to go to a physical therapist. Be like, hey, this hurts when I do this. And then they can usually help you out really well. Yeah. I like barely got around to going to a doctor a couple times last semester. So I, I do need to just like mm-hmm. make an appointment with a physical therapist. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And just when I finally got around to subscribing to the whole physical therapist thing, mm-hmm. uh, now I'm doing van life and traveling forever. So I won't be able to go to a consistent physical therapist, but I need to find some sort of like national chain <laughs> physical therapists if that exists. I think they're right next to the um, play place in McDonald's these days. There's just like a little clinic. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, I've seen uh, I've, I've seen this issue many times before. You need to go down the, the spirally slide 10 times and then jump in the ball pit. You'll be fine. And you're just like, I don't want to. And then they'll be like, we'll give you the new toy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if only. But anyhow, anything else going on with you? Um, I just have a couple small funny things that I wanted to share with you. <laughs> it's one of them, your penis. So... <laughs> <laughs> all right crossing that one off the list um oh man so i'm in oswego new york we're actually leaving today but on my drive to and from the plant here there's a a house i guess i guess they might be a farm i don't know but they have a sign in their front yard because they sell their uh, farm fresh eggs yeah like yeah but their sign says farm fresh butt nuggets Five dollars a dozen. That's funny. <laughs> and then it has a picture of a chicken with an egg behind it. And I'm like, that's amazing. I'm glad those people are putting that energy out into the world. So that sign just kind of makes me smile on my way into work every day. Yeah, that has big me naming my headphones ear nugs uh, energy. Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't bought any butt nuggets, but they've brought plenty of joy into my life nonetheless. Um, the other thing is also poop-related. Um, nice. I was... I, I went to the bathroom at work the other day in a toilet that I don't usually use, and I okay. went to flush it, and the flush was extremely aggressive. Did it, like, launch the toilet? Which, yeah, it, like, <laughs> I watched my poop literally take flight out of the toilet, and luckily it came back down into the toilet, but I was like, this is a hazard. That's right. <laughs> this that's is just, scary. like, this is just a disaster waiting to happen. I've never seen a turd take flight out of a toilet. Well, they're probably used to a bunch of, like, industry nuclear manly men taking really like dense unhealthy poops that like yeah. and then you like mr vegetarian boy comes in with all of your fiber My light airy vegetarian poops can't handle <laughs> your, it your, your avian turds um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know um, um apparently a lot of people like to uh, flush their scrubs down the toilet just to like ruin everyone's day a lot of places, so maybe they're just trying, rather than trying to stop people from flushing scrubs down the toilet, maybe they're just really amping up the pressure on the toilet flushing dude, so that it doesn't, dude, it's not a problem anymore. Did I tell you about this? I think it was like, it was, it was definitely pre-podcast because it was at my first Toyota job. They, I was on a meeting where like, it was like, like a uh, project engineers from like across the country. So it's like, I was at project <laughs> engineering or uh, production engineering for the whole north america like um contingent of toyota and um it was like i forget what it was like this it was the same guy from every facility like and there we had a guy for that and he was in my department and he was like oh jay come on this meeting it'll be interesting for you and one of the things they were talking about like one guy brought up like 
yeah, like the plumbing system for our bathrooms is like messed up because it keeps getting clogged. And they were talking about like all this technical like flow rates and like flush speeds and like flush amounts stuff and like pump power. And they were talking about like, well, what's the issue? And they're just like, well, like it just it keeps getting clogged because like people keep flushing things that aren't like excrement or like toilet paper or whatever. And then they're just like, mm-hmm. and then people are just like, yeah, we had that problem down at our facility. We uh, did this, that, and the other, like, to fix it. And somebody's like, yeah, so you can fix the flow rate, but really it's more of a matter of, like, pressures. Like, I don't know, like, they were, like, talking about a bunch of solutions to this fix. And then some guy's just like, well, now, guys, like, what? So sh- could we, should we start an initiative to, like, have people not flush things that aren't, like, Supposed to be flushed. Like, like it was like we we can solve this problem, but like we'll be using more water, and that impacts our like sustainability goals. Like it'll also up like cost. Like with it's 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 needless addition to the budget. And like at the end of the day, they shouldn't be flushing these things. And like they're just like, is this a problem we really should solve? And then these other people were just like, he's too young. Like we can't. Like he still thinks we can solve the problem. Like. <laughs> It's like this. It's like law of large numbers. We can't get all these people to stop flushing nonsense items. Like, and um, uh, and at a different point in that stay, we were like, I was taking a tour to like the water treatment facilities, and they were talking about like these things that sweep the bottom of these giant vats that are like the water at Toyota, and they're just like, yeah, we found uh-huh. all. Like, he said, hold on to your helmet. You don't want it to fall in. I was just like, oh, what happens if that does happen? He said, oh, you wouldn't be the first guy for that to happen. Like, we can get stuff out of those tanks. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, really? And they're just like, yeah, we, we found some guy's pants in there one time. <laughs> I'm just like, who flushed their pants? Like, <laughs> but, I don't know, like, maybe you poop your pants and then you're like, well, poop these... goes in the toilet. So I guess poopy pants go in the toilet. But like, flushing their scrubs? Come on, guys. But anyways. I know. And then they have to, like, shut down all of the bathrooms in the building. Because someone flushed their scrubs before they left. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a a logical question to ask. Why can yeah. we not just uh, tell people not to flush things that shouldn't be flushed down the toilet? Yeah. But Ooh, you that know logic what? just doesn't stand. Yeah. You know what really got me? Something that really pissed well, me off in the recent past... Is that there was this room, Brian? Um, it was near. Uh, it was on. Is in Rhodes Six Hundred. So like you could go to it right from Baldwin, and mm. it was a nursing room for like mothers to nurse children. children. Yeah, yeah. Basically, this room it like had a lock on the outside, and it was just a singular room. It had a microwave, a little mini fridge, a like super nice chair, and like a little like end table next to it, and mm-hmm. it was like. I found this room and I was like, oh man, that's a great room for me to change on campus. Okay. Like I can just go in there, change, like if I, because for some on Wednesdays a decent amount of the time, it's like helpful for me to be able to come to campus with all my clothes for running, do work, change, run, go to this meeting, come back from the meeting, I'm already fed and I'm, and I'm on campus, I can just change back into regular clothes, work some more before I go home. Mm-hmm. Um... So I just change in that room because, like, I could change at the rec. That's far away and is annoying. I got to swipe in. I got to, like, go down three flights of stairs into the locker room, which is mm-hmm. farther away. And then, like, it's a hassle. Um, but then here, it's like I just pop in, toss myself into the ambassador lounge that's near it, and I'm good. I can just go. Um, so I was doing that. Fine. I would just pop in, change, pop out. And what I loved about it is that it's a room that locks, that's private, that isn't the floor is not covered in excrement so like i can like set my stuff on the ground and i feel fine about it whereas like if i go into the restroom i need to like change in a stall and i'm like trying to hang everything and it's annoying and i'm trying not to step on the ground and like it sucks mm-hmm. but then so i was using this room without issue and i was like yeah this is fine like nobody ever uses this room for nursing and it's not like i hang out in here forever i just use it periodically yeah the uh, the odds of you inconveniencing someone else by changing in it are yeah. astronomically low. No, I was so using, no harm, yeah. no foul. I was using this room about once every two weeks, maybe mm-hmm. slightly more. Um, definitely not once a week. Um, but they started locking it. Somebody saw me using it. I'd imagine. Cause I'm the only person who's freaking ever used it. And then mm-hmm. they're just like, Oh, this guy is obviously not nursing and he's using this room. Like gotta stop that. And it's like, 
what what did he do to the room? Oh, absolutely nothing. But somebody started using the room, so we can't let that happen. That's so annoying. <laughs> it's like I don't know that it was because of me, but I I I've never seen anybody use it. And I mean, to be fair, I only use it once every two weeks. But like, why did they start locking <laughs> it now? <laughs> You're not checking on it like every time you go by just to be like anyone using it. No, now it's like it's always it's perma locked because I remember because at one point I was just like, oh, somebody's using that. That's the first time I've, I walked past this door a decent amount. I was like, somebody's uh-huh. it's it says occupied. Like I've never seen it occupied ever. And then somebody's like, oh yeah, it's like my friend who uh, uh, it was Devin. He was like, yeah, uh-huh. they keep it locked now. You got to ask for it to have it unlocked. He said, I'm so pissed. I was gonna nap in there. And I was like, that's bullshit. Like I like. They have a room that's like they have a private room that's not dirty. Why are they making this like, ugh. like I was using it responsibly? Why, do, why does yeah? Why does it have to be a nursing room? Why can't it just be like a quiet private space if needed for any reason? Don't abuse it. I guess because like I don't know if the, if <sighs> maybe people were taking naps in there and that's what they were trying to stop. Maybe maybe I, I gotta imagine. I don't know. I'm pissed though. So now what? Do you have do you have to like have a baby and then you say, "Hey, look, I have a baby. Give look, me the key to this baby. room." <laughs> Go into the room. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to just like ask for it to be unlocked. Like I don't know who you got to ask. Yeah. But I'll just be like, "Hey, can you let me in? Mm-hmm. I want to change." And they'll be like, "You're not allowed to change in there." I'll be like, "Why? Is somebody <laughs> using it? No one else is using." It. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, hey. man. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, like it's one of the, it's one of those things where it upsets me when I'm following the spirit of the rule flawlessly, and like no yeah. bad ramifications are happening. But then they're just like, ah, oh, but you spirit broke of the rule. rule. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm all about the spirit of the rule. Yeah. So, Brian. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to tell me? Yeah, my last thing I wanted to share is that we are traveling out of Oswego, New York today. Um, we've come to like Oswego. We're calling it the Wilmington of Lake Ontario. All um, right. Sydney's developed a love-hate relationship with snow. She does like it more than she thought she would, but uh, does not like it when it's snowing and windy and she has to go outside, which I can respect. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody likes being cold. Yeah, definitely not pleasant. It has, it's only been like, uh, like high 20s here, so it hasn't been like the piercing cold, except for yesterday, I think it got down to like the teens and that's when it starts to really just be like, ah, oh, come on. Like yeah. that's when it starts to hurt a little bit to go outside if you're not dressed right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, we're traveling to our next location, which is Davenport, Iowa. And we had like an extended stay home to kind of place booked, mm-hmm. but we've learned now that Sydney's with me. We're still kind of adapting to figure out what the best things are to have while we're traveling. Yeah. And we decided uh, we'd rather be in a cool downtown area than have like a full size fridge and a stove because I take the car to work. Sydney's at home all day. So she wants stuff within like walking distance to like... Go to coffee shops, go to restaurants, whatever. Just, yeah. like, do things other than be in a hotel room all day, every day. Yeah. And I can respect that. So, we decided rather than stay in the extended stay hotel that's just, like, off a highway exit, we wanted to get a hotel in the middle of things, you know? Yeah. So, we're staying now at one of those hotels where it's, like, it used to be a cool independent hotel, but then Marriott bought it, and now it falls under the Marriott brand, so nice. I can get my Marriott points. But the hotel is called the uh, the Hotel Blackhawk. What? <laughs> so we're stay we're staying at the Blackhawk for the next two weeks, and oh, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. Do they know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who picked that uh, title, but Sydney was quickly became annoyed with the way I was saying Blackhawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Um, okay. Um, but anyways. Yeah, that's the last thing I wanted to share. I'm glad you shared it. Um, well, Brian, I'm ready to go to subject zone. I got a lot of notes. Yeah, you have a lot of notes. I hate to let you know, Jay, I actually only have one note, so I'm going to let you carry this one. (laughs) All right, well, I had a lot of time to think about it while driving nine and a half hours to and from (laughs) South Carolina. Well, we got another nine and a half hours on this trip to the subject zone, so here we go. That's what they don't tell you. It's it's a grueling effort to make this podcast. (laughs) This is why we don't do subjects a lot.
Jay. So like I said, the topic is uh, things that fly. No, um, the topic is potent areas potables. of life where <laughs> potent potables, where our logic doesn't make sense, but we stand by it anyway. Yeah. And I don't know if I really described this top. Like I had the idea, the essence of the topic in my mind, and I don't yeah. know if how I described it to you is fully what I meant. Yeah. Because I read something that inspired this topic, so I want to mm-hmm. start with that. Okay. But then we'll go from there. Okay. Before you say that. I do want to say, I think I understood, well, well, TBD if I actually got it right, but there's like two or three that I think truly follow the spirit of it, and then there's like several more where I feel like I kind of miss the mark in the sense that I don't think my logic is flawed. I'm just angry that everybody else doesn't agree with me. <laughs> it's yeah, like, either way, we're going to just... Right. <laughs> Either way, we're going to discuss a lot of things that uh, we do that people think are weird that we don't think are weird is what I think yeah. it's going to end up being. So <laughs> we're really just going to be putting ourselves on display here. Yeah. But the uh, the initial one that I read about is actually, ex- I found it extremely interesting and I want to pitch it to you and see what you think and how it affects you and yeah. how it affects our listeners. I think this is going to be good for everyone to hear. So without further ado, Jay... Yeah. Imagine this. Imagine this scenario. Um, so this uh, little scenario is from the book I was reading called Dollars and Cents, but it was cents spelled S-E-N-S-E. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a whole book just about how we, like, our logic that we use with money very often does not make sense at all. And it was just kind of like poking holes in, like, the decisions we make with our money. Yeah. So here's the story. Jay, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, so... Imagine this. There's a musical you want to go to or a show or something that you're really excited about. Mm -hmm. Tickets cost $100. And you're like, I definitely want to go to the show. I'm buying my ticket now. So so in your wallet, you have $200. And you're Mm -hmm. like, I really want to go to the show. I'm getting my ticket now. You spend $100, get your ticket for the show. And the show is a week later. So a week later, you go to go to the show and you show up and you're about to go in and they say, ticket, please. And you look in your wallet and you're like, shoot. I lost my ticket. I don't have my ticket with me. Yeah. I can't get in. But you still have your other $100 bill. And there's, uh, like, you can go to the ticket counter and buy another ticket. Yeah. And still go to the show. So what do you do and how do you feel about it? Well, I imagine at that point I would buy another ticket because I'm there and I want okay. one. Like, <laughs> Yeah. All right, so you're in the minority. A lot, a lot of people, I think, would go be there. Well, I don't know. People might buy another ticket. But either way, um, you're, like, upset that you lost your ticket. And that might drive some people to, like, well, no, I already bought a ticket and lost it. I'm not going to buy another ticket. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then they might end up not going to the show. Because they're like, then I'd be spending $200 on the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. So the other scenario, then, <coughs> is... You have your $200, you're excited to go to the show, but you don't buy your ticket ahead of time. So, (coughs) excuse me. So you show up the night of the show, you have your $200, and you go to the ticket counter to buy your ticket, and you open your wallet, and you're like, shoot, I lost one of my $100 bills. What do you do in that scenario? Yeah, I mean, well, so I can still buy a ticket for $100? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'd I'd still buy the ticket. But how does that feel to you? Um, so how does it feel to me? I would be sad that I lost a hundred dollars, but I guess, um, yeah, I think I like, I don't know. I think they'd be separated in my mind and be like, wow, that sucks that I lost a hundred dollars. All right. Time to go to this concert. Like ticket, please. Yeah. Like in the first scenario, you're like really pissed off that you have to buy another ticket. Cause you're like, I already bought one ticket. Now I have to buy another ticket. Yeah. And it's like, you're very reluctant to buy the second ticket. But when you lost $100, you're like, well, that sucks that I lost $100, but of course I'm still going to buy this ticket and go to this show. Yeah. Like, why would I let losing $100 stop me? Yeah, that's true. But in both scenarios, you lost a piece of paper worth $100. Yeah. So, but it's like the, you, it's, it has to do with like in your mind, you already allocated $100 to the show Mm -hmm. and now you have to allocate $100 more to the show. So it feels like you're paying $200. Yeah. But it, it's it's just a weird psychological thing because at the end of the day you're down two hundred dollars and you went to the show. Yeah, that's true. But how you feel about it is extremely different. Yeah, that's kind of like um 
I had a situation where it was like, I was planning, Kelly and I were going on like an anniversary dinner. And I was like, I am planning to spend, like, I talked to friends, like, I wanted to go to, like, a really fancy restaurant because, like, I love really good food. And I was like, I have friends who know about, like, really good food in Cincinnati. And I was like, hey, like, I want to spend around this much money. And, like, I want to do it all. I want to, like, get appetizers, drinks. Like, where should I go? And they said, go to this place. So I was like, all right, I am planning to spend, like, anywhere from, like, 70 to, like, a hundred and some dollars like i was like i had a decent range but i'm just like i'm gonna spend a lot of money on this meal and i'm gonna have a great time and it was like i decided that and then i go downtown looking for parking i don't drive downtown hardly ever so i didn't really know what to look for for like an amount of parking um <clears throat> but then we found parking where it was like the chunks of time you could buy were really big so then like i ended up kind of I, I think i paid like 20 dollars for parking and i was mm -hmm. like upset and then like and walking further to the restaurant, like, we saw, like, a place that was kind of similarly distanced, and, like, it was, like, $5 for parking, and I was like, well, that uh -huh. sucks, and I'm just like, but, all right, time to go spend a bunch of money at this restaurant, like, I was like, that's yeah, already... Yeah, that, that's actually... That's actually another scenario that they pointed out, uh, where it was, it was a story of a guy, like, going to a casino and being pissed that he had to pay $20 for parking, and then not hesitating to blow $500 in the casino. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the whole theme of the book is like, or at least of that one section of the book was we allocate money for certain purposes in our minds mm -hmm. and we value different amounts of money in different contexts very differently. Mm -hmm. It's like if you're buying a car and they're like, oh, well, for 50 more dollars, you can throw in the like six disc CD changer to the model or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm already spending $30,000 on a car. What's another fifty? But it's like, in a vacuum, you might never spend $50 for a six-disc CD changer. Oh, but yeah. since it's lumped in with the context of the car, you just do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, and then another one that I think of is, like, when people get a bonus at work or, like, an extra paycheck or something. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, oh, I'm going to spend this, like, on something, I don't know, frivolous or... Yeah. I don't know, if they save money in one spot, they're like, well, I saved money over here so I can spend more money over here. And I'm like, that's not good logic. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make sense. So that's one where other people's logic bothers me. Because, um, yeah, I'm just like, any money and all money is just, like, in one bubble that is your money. Yeah. There's a... Although Dad, like, has an interesting philosophy where, like, I, I think this kind of, like, takes the stress out of a lot of situations and probably partially feeds into the frustrating aspect you're talking about, but I think it overall positively contributes to his mental health where he's just like, yeah, I like, he's like, I don't get worked up over like $20 or like a hundred dollars or like $200 because like tomorrow of like water heater could go out and I have to spend like two grand. Like <laughs> he's just like, or like I might like get this like big, like swell in my, uh, like, market holdings and like it's like there's like these like large there's larger tides of money moving in and out so like if he like spends like 60 dollars buying us dinner it's like he's not too pressed about it like it's like that's interesting i like that outlook yeah um i like it but on the other hand i'm also you know i'm like this is i'm all about like the lifestyle and yeah. the the when you add up together all the small decisions, it creates a lifestyle that becomes kind of like the main driving force of yeah. everything. So there's that too. Yeah. Um, but then, so yeah, so after reading that book, there was an instance this past week where like, so we're on expenses right now, but it's kind of a hassle to like take a picture of the receipt, upload it, do my expenses. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's not, I don't know. Depending on how big the expense is, it's less of a hassle. Mm -hmm. So anyways, Sydney got like a couple groceries, like a tomato and some sauce i don't know at walmart and it was like seven dollars or something mm -hmm. so she's like do you even want to expense this like maybe we can just pay with it with our own card mm -hmm. or she had to pay with it with our own card because we didn't have my work card with me mm -hmm. so then rather than it being automatically expensed i'd have to manually put it in and she was like do you even want to do this like is it worth the effort i'm like well if you saw seven dollars on the ground would you pick it up and it's like oh yeah good point we definitely should. If you saw $7 on the it's ground, all... you take a picture of it and then upload it to the system and file a report to get $7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just one of those yeah. things where it's like, I don't know. Just, yeah. It's weird how, depending on the context of money, 
Yeah. You can look at it so differently. Well, I got a lot so of these, and they're more fun to talk about than money. <laughs> well, if that if that conversation interested you at all, I recommend the book Dollars and Cents. So. Okay. I haven't read any money books yet, and I feel like there's other ones in front of it in line, right? Like, there's other ones that I should yeah, read? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, so yeah, that, that was the, that was the story that, uh, inspired this topic for the subject zone. So now Jay, tell me what you got. Well, the, my, mine are much more fun. Um, but I already said that a lot of these, I don't really see as my logic being flawed. I'm just like annoyed that other people don't agree with me. Um, mm-hmm. but we'll get to those ones when we get there. The first one that, uh, I want to, uh, I was actually, it, I thought of it today. Um, because I was getting ready for the podcast one, my alarm for some reason didn't take. So then like I woke up at my, I have one alarm on for 8am every day, but then for this podcast, I was like, okay, let me wake up at seven twenty so I can eat breakfast and then podcast. But then I wake up naturally and I checked my clock and it's seven fifty one, and I'm just like, well, this sucks. So then I wake up, start like, you know, go to the bathroom, putting clothes on, uh, the, the whole nine. But then, um, when I'm in the bathroom, I realize I have a splinter. When did I get a splinter? Like, this is bull crap. <laughs> so then I, um, I was like, well, it's not like I can podcast with a splinter in my hand. So then I like spent the time to get it out and I was like two minutes late for the podcast. Um, but that leads me to my first podcast with a splinter in my hand. Well, it's like, well, it leads me to my first place where like logic might be flawed. To me, a splinter immediately jumps to the front of my to-do list. Like, <laughs> I won't like yeah. it, it stops my day. Come on. Like, do you feel like I? If I have a splinter, I'm just gonna sit there and try to get the splinter out until I get the splinter out. And like, I'm not gonna what do it. What if anything you don't else. have? What if you don't have tweezers available and they're I, needed? I figured out, man. Huh. <laughs> I'll, I'll like, yeah, like I, depending on where it is i might i might just deal with it for a while well, then like, I'll go like, there's a splinter in that finger don't use that finger what if it gets further in like to me i'm just like this splinter only has the capacity to get worse like i need to go find a tool to get this splinter out yeah i guess that's fair yeah like i didn't have tweezers this time and the solution was kind of just like to pick and pinch at the skin until like the layer came off and now the splinter's gone hmm. but anyways that was my first one <laughs> See, my my thought is that our bodies take care of themselves and they have a way of like working splinters out kind of. But like in my mind it's like, oh, the splinter's a little a little exposed right now. It might get shoved all the way in and then I gotta wait for it to like ooze out. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just hate splinters. Because like you don't think they're there and then eventually you like bump it and you're just like, God, son of a gun. Game over. <laughs> yeah. Um But uh yeah, I wanna get um pretty pretty quickly into these um and this is one that i think we could uh i I think we're gonna have to resist the the urge to dive further into this one because i think we've talked about it like quite enough in previous episodes Mm -hmm. but like the fact that i'm like anti-germophobic like if i don't think that something will practically (laughs) harm me yeah if i don't think something's practically gonna harm me it doesn't gross me out at all like i agree 100 percent so, like, I guess the way we could sum that up is, like, the eating other people's food at restaurants or, like, sharing uh-huh. food with somebody or, like, eating food off the ground or, like, um, yeah, like, little things like that. So, I guess just, like, in general, I'm just going to throw it out there, hygiene, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. um, Well, I want to sh- share my logic for uh, you uh, only brushing my teeth once a day because that's something I get a lot of heat for. Yeah. And it's I, not I necessarily, I, I can get behind brushing your teeth twice a day. That's fine. But I know a lot of people, in fact, I agree. I probably should brush my teeth twice a day. But that's exactly the point is I know my logic is flawed, but I stand by it anyway. Because Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who brush their teeth first thing in the morning when they wake up. Mm -hmm. But they also brush their teeth right before bed. I'm like, you brush your teeth right before bed. And as far as I know, you haven't put anything in your mouth. So why are you brushing your teeth again right when you wake up? Yeah, in my mind, it's like people don't want to have bad breath. And that's why they brush their teeth all the time. And I don't really think I have yeah. bad breath, but uh, it's a thing where, I don't know, I, I've, the thing I could probably agree with the most is that like brushing your teeth is kind of like a pH reset for your mouth. So it's like, depending on what you yeah. eat throughout the day, you can just like create a hostile tooth environment in your mouth. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, that kind of fixes it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like in terms of like, yeah, the at night and then first thing when you wake up, that never made sense to me. And then, uh, but I will say Kelly brushes her teeth like two hours before she goes to bed sometimes and then does she eat after that no 
She's like impervious wow. to late night snacking, and we could not be more different on that subject. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could survive. Well, and then sometimes she's like, I want to eat, but I already brushed my teeth. And I'll be like, yeah, you brush your teeth at like 7 p.m. What did you think was going to yeah. happen? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I already know I'm going to go eight hours without food while I'm going to sleep. No way in the world am I stretching that to 10. Yeah. Like, you know how sometimes you put on pajamas early in the n- evening or like sweats? Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. I think Kelly brushes her teeth with the similar, like, she's like, oh, like I'm kind of in for the day and I've already eaten dinner. I'm going to brush my teeth. Like, is how I feel like she conducts her routines. Well, well, that's just incorrect. I'm sorry, Kelly. Yeah. But if you want to correct us, wrong. write an email. <laughs> but, All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Wow, good job to us. Um, I would say um, another one. Yeah, okay. So this one's another one that actually is. I I can understand that my logic is flawed. Um, I will run in front of cars sometimes. Um, not like well. I'll, let me let me couch this a little bit right out of the gate. Uh-huh. So there's a specific situation in which I'll run in, out in front of cars um, when I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's primarily if somebody's like, okay, so you can imagine I'm running. I'll do cardinal directions again. Imagine I'm running north and then somebody's approaching me heading east but approaching from the west, you know? Like, they're approaching from my west. They're They're heading east. They're going west to east. Yeah. And it's like a T-bone intersection. And the north-south traffic doesn't stop. Uh But the east-west traffic does. Somebody will come up and then, like, go to that stop sign. And they always try to roll it. They never look for pedestrians. And it endlessly pisses me off because pedestrians exist. And, like, I always (laughs) look for them because I'm often one of them. And it's just frustrating to me. So then I'll see someone coming. I'll know that they're going to try to roll the intersection. I'll start yelling at them and waving as I'm approaching as a runner. And then I get closer. They're still not stopping. They haven't looked at me. I'll start clapping really loud and, like, trying to get their attention. Yeah. And then, like, I'll, like, get up to them. And I've gotten to the point where, like, um, like like, by the time I'm in front of them clapping and yelling, they usually look at me. But then, (laughs) (laughs) but then like, uh, cause like, I guess, I don't know. I'll like get really, really close to the car. I I usually won't just go out in front of them, but like, I'll like do everything I can. I've like gotten to the point where like, I kind of like, I'll like touch the car. I don't think I, I don't think I'll like smack a car. I've really wanted to before though. Cause I'm just like, it's my life on the line, dude. Like you need to look for pedestrians. It's my life on the line, and I'm running in front of your car, whether you're stopping or not. Well, no, because, like, I'm just like, okay, well, a big part of it, too, is that, like, a lot of the time when I'm running, I have all of Run Club behind me. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, okay. I'm stopping this car because, like, yes, I might be able to get in front of it, or I might be able to run behind it. But, like, the thing is that they're impacting a lot of people's safety right now, and it pisses me off. Um, so I'll do it that time. And then also, I'll, like... Um, like, at a crosswalk, so, like, uh, just, like, a normal crosswalk, like, two-way traffic, and there's, like, no light, but there's a crosswalk where they're supposed to yield to pedestrians, I'll, like, see a car coming, mm-hmm. and, like, if I'm getting ready to go in, I'll, like, start to lean out and, like, put my hand up, and, like, I'll, like, kind of take a couple steps in the direction of being in the way of the car, just to, like, mm-hmm. get them to stop, because I'm just, like, I know you see me, I know you don't want to stop for me, but you're supposed to, so stop, and, like, I'll stop the car, and, like, Kelly always gets... Scared because she's like, oh, they weren't going to stop. And I'll be like, yeah, but they stopped because they're not going to hit a person. Because, like, like I'll, I'll, I make every effort for them to see me, but I'm just like, you should stop right now because I'm a pedestrian and I'm, I want yeah. to walk where I'm allowed to walk. Like, so <laughs> It's like, one of those, these are the rules and I want you to follow them. Yeah, so I think I am a big proponent of traffic rules to a point that impacts my safety slightly. And yeah. I don't plan on changing. I, like take pretty good effort to not get hit by cars but like (laughs) if i have to i will yeah so the gist there is like typical logic would say just let the car go don't step in front of it (laughs) yeah i guess like typical logic would say at all times minimize your chance of being hit by a car but then for me it's like i don't know like i feel like it's not like i'm like carelessly doing this it's like i'm looking at this car and i'm being like hey like i'm trying to get them to like do what i want so, like, I'm not yeah. going to, like, unexpectedly get hit by this car. I see it the whole time. Like, 
I don't like just like <laughs> do this blindly. It's like I'm doing this with like a purpose. So yeah, <laughs> I believe that factually I still am increasing the odds of me getting hit by a car, but like I think it's very minimal and I I stand by it. <laughs> I think as long as you have full awareness, you're not really increasing your chances that much yeah. because if they were to break the rules, you would yeah. be completely ready to get out of the way. Yeah, but like corollary, I think it should be way more illegal to have your windows tinted illegally okay like you know it's like How kind come? of illegal yeah like there's an illegal extent of window tint you're not you're not allowed to have any tint on the passenger driver's side windows and the windshield like it's just not allowed okay but a lot of people do it and some a lot of people in cincinnati do it to an extent where you can't see it in the car at all uh-huh and i'm just like and to me like one, when I'm doing those sorts of things, I like generally won't do those to cars that the windows are super duper tinted. Because you have no feedback of if they're yeah. seeing you or not. I'll at least be a lot I mean, less risky on those in those scenarios. Or like I, I can tell my I can I can perceive that I'm being more conservative with my strategies. Like I'm not I'm never putting myself at all in the way of this car. Um but also when I'm even when I'm not trying to be risky, when I'm just like following the rules of the road, like if I have the walk sign and there's a car that like wants to make a turn that is super tinted out. I'm like scared, and <laughs> like I'm just like <laughs> I like am like lo- like, and then I find myself just staring at these cars like that are tinted because I'm like keeping an eye on them to make sure they don't hit me. But then also yeah. it's like I feel weird because I'm just like, well, this person who has tinted windows probably doesn't want people looking at them, and that's why they tinted their windows. And I'm absolutely eyeballing them. So like, what if this is some psycho who's gonna be like pissed that I'm looking at him? And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. Don't tint your car windows. Like, it's it should be so illegal. <laughs> yeah. Well, they probably tint their windows because they're doing something even more illegal inside the car. I don't know, man. It just sucks. I think it should be, like, a felony. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. I hate it. We live in a society. <laughs> Anyways. Do you have All more? Right. Do you Which other ones of these do you really want to hit? Because we're kind of getting to our time here. Yeah, well, okay. Let me... Let me... Let me look through these. I might have to do this episode again, man. Um, Real quick ones. This is kind of turning into just a Pet Peeves episode. It's a Pet Peeves episode. I don't know if I've said these in Pet Peeves episodes before. I'm going to fire through a bunch of ones that I think I might have said before and or like just are kind of just Pet Peeves. Um, Everyone should get burritos at Chipotle. I think bowls are stupid. Um, Whoa, hot take. (laughs) It's a burrito place. You should get a burrito. Uh, nothing that's nonsense. Um, ev- uh, I get irrationally angry at picky eaters. I think they should learn to like food. Um, that one stands up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want them to figure out accessibility for tall people because everything's too short for me. And I. Think- oh yeah, with the 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 shower head we have right now is at my chin. So yeah. Um, also, uh, hey, regular sized people, quit taking the tall urinal. It's a pain in the ass for me to use the short one. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> moving right along. Um, I get, I still, I think I've talked about this before and it still happens. I get really angry when people can't hear me and they ask me, what'd you say? Like th- the, the second time they ask, I get irate depending on their tone. Um, cause just I'm due for a ear vacuuming here pretty soon, by the way. An ear vacuuming. Oh <laughs> yeah. I do it. I do it every spring. Nice. <laughs> Oh, I can man. feel it. I can feel it coming. If I put it off too much longer, I'm going to get a full clog in there. Yeah. Um. I guess, oh, I'm really snooty about the way I adjust my mirrors. I think we've talked about that. I think everyone should do it that way. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Here's one that's pretty quick, but also fits your, uh, it fits your tone. Uh, merging on the highway. I think my logic is flawed here, and I've been, I've been kind of trying to change it lately. Um, I feel like we've talked this one to death in the past episodes. Yeah, yeah, so I guess we'll just briefly, so like, yeah, I just, I was always of the mind that like, I shouldn't have to do anything, I should just stay steady, and that's the safest thing I can do for people, but then when a lot of people merge, they like, they depend on the people in the lane they want to merge into moving for them, and I'm just like, alright dude, like, you should be the master of your own destiny, you shouldn't count on other people to let you do what you want. Um, like speed up or slow down. I'm going to stay steady so that you can predict where I'm going to be and plan accordingly. Um, I've gotten more to the mindset of if I can merge left easily, I'll do it just to make their lives easier. But it frustrates me that people are really bad at merging. 
Because then sometimes I have cruise control on and they merge in front of me and then I have to stop cruise control. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, that's a quick one. Someday we'll all have adaptive cruise control and then that won't be a problem anymore. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to um, trying to get these all done. And I'm, there's no strike through option on Google Docs. That's something that upsets me. Um, anyways. There is. Really? I think it's like Alt Shift Five or something. I don't know. You can look it up later. Um, Alt Shift Five. Well, that did, that got rid of a lot of notes, so that's one way of striking them out. So coming into work slash school when I'm a little bit sick, it's like that's something where I just straight up know that I'm wrong and I don't follow the rules, which I guess. I shouldn't be so mad at the whole world not following the rules all the time if I do this, but uh, just kind of egg on my face. If I'm a little bit sick, or even like medium sick, and I still like can come into school slash work, um, it makes my life easier to do it, and I just kind of do it. And I'm just like, well, these people encounter a lot of germs in the world. I guess my germs are just adding to that right now, and they're definitely sick germs, <laughs> but I don't want to not be at school because that's annoying to me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, pre-COVID, I think that was the norm. It's like, if you can go, you do go. I think you never were supposed to, though. Like, if you are if you know you're sick, I think you're supposed to just be like, eh. Or, well, I guess minor colds. Like, there's kind of like a, yeah. a work hard mentality. Like, if I have a sore throat, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But anyhow, so, I still feel like, I'm just like, uh, nope, I'm, I'm coming in. <laughs> That's your anti-germaphobe coming out. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys will be fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, okay, well, I don't know. Um, I really just have two left. Can we, are we allowed to cover both of them? Cause one of them might be quick if you want. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, we haven't done a podcast in two weeks. I'm taking this. Um, I don't think farting should be yelled at. It's the social norm that you're supposed to hold in farts. I don't think you should ever have to. Yeah. I'd agree with that. You'd agree with that? Well, <laughs> wait, what did you say? They should you never... cut out for a minute there. Farts should never have to be held in. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I've been accosted by you many a time. <laughs> <laughs> Have I? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm when I'm really dropping some bombs and you're just like, hold them in. <laughs> okay, I think there is sort of a respect kind of thing when they smell really bad. I don't, I don't know, man. I think that it's just like you go through physical strife when you hold in farts. And I think it's like it shouldn't. <laughs> There's a South Park episode about this. <laughs> I think yeah. That uh, it just, it sucks, man. It really sucks. And I hate it. And like, it just feels not good to hold them in. And like, I think it should, we should all be in like a collective effort where it's like, hey, we all know that like holding in farts sucks and none of us like dealing with it. But if we all agree to kind of like deal with it, then I think that. Like, if we all went to one end of the spectrum, it would make life a lot easier. Like, not everybody holds in their farts, so you have to smell farts sometimes. But, like, then there's also this weird social pressure that you're supposed to try and not in, when, yeah. when possible. So then it's like, I go through my whole day. Not my whole day, but, like, I'm worrying about tooting. <laughs> well, okay, let's think of this from a utilitarian standpoint. And what's worse, your uncomfort from holding in a fart or everyone else's uncomfort from having to smell your smelly fart? That's the thing. Um, I think that I would prefer never feel... I'll take smelling farts if I never have to feel the feeling of holding in farts again. Okay, yeah, that's a good, like, would like would you if yeah, kind of would question. You rather, um, would you if? One of those classic would you if questions. <laughs> yeah, would you blank if blank? I think it's would you I just rather. made it up just now. <laughs> um, it's a classic. But the last one, and this one is a pretty a pretty big one. Or, no, it's uh oh. it's one of those like butt questions. Like you can teleport, but it's a butt question. You always arrive at the destination upside down. Well right, it's always been a butt question. <laughs> um but the uh, age old butt question. Where where else do you fart out of? Um no, but uh so this one. Um <laughs> I think it kind of fits your theme. I'm not sure, but I feel like I shouldn't have to hold back in sports slash games. Yeah, I don't think anyone should. Like, there's courtesy rules where it's like, oh, this person's getting beat really bad. Ease up. And it's like, if they come back, are they not going to try to win? Like, pardon me, but I'm trying to win. And they're also trying to win. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's like, oh, but they're not going to come back. It's like, they might. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, at what point am I supposed to just gauge that I'm not supposed to try as hard? Like, I don't know. I feel like I sound like a jerk in this one, but it's like, I, yeah, I, I don't think you should ever let up because, like, one, if somebody's not trying their hardest, that sucks for me. Like, I don't want somebody to, like, ease up and then I come back and win. Like, yeah, that'd be dumb. Um, so that's, like, annoying. Um, but it's, like, flawed because obviously there are, like, some times you should let up, like, when you're, like, playing games with children, I suppose. But then, like, <laughs> if I'm playing a game with a kid and they, like, brag about winning after I, like, was playing nice, like, I'm gonna destroy mm -hmm. them the next round. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, like, I don't know, like, if with my kids, eventually, like, I feel like I'm gonna beat them at things. Like, not just destroy them, but then, like, if they're being a little shithead, I'm gonna take them down a peg, too. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, they, if they work hard, they'll, like, best me eventually. And I think that would feel better if they, like, lost a bunch, and then they're just like, oh, now I can beat Dad this game. Or, like, if they figure out a way that they're better at something, I think that'd be cool for sure um and then if they're still frustrated at the end of that they can get payback when i'm old and feeble and that's how the world works <laughs> <laughs> it all comes around eventually yeah so that's how i feel about that but like even that comes out in like pro sports like i watch a lot of baseball breakdowns and there's like rules where if you're like up by a certain amount and it's like the seventh inning or something they're like crazy specific it's like oh if it's the seventh inning you're up by a ton then, like, um, and you have three balls, then you don't swing at the next pitch. Like, you're not supposed to at all. Like, you're supposed to... It's like a courtesy thing? You're supposed to let the pitcher get a strike. What? So, like, there was a time when, like, this guy was in that situation. He was, like, a rookie. And, like, he wasn't privy to the secret rules of winning by a lot. <laughs> so then he, like, got a 3-1... He got a 3-0 count. Or maybe a 3-1 count, even... Or no, I think it's, yeah, 3-0 count. Because, like, basically, you know you're getting one in the strike zone. You know you're getting two in the strike zone at that point, And you're already up by a lot. So they're basically saying uh -huh. you should let the pitcher get a strike because they're losing by a lot. And um, that sucks. And it's like, and then the this guy just, like, reared back and, like, smashed this ball because the pitcher thought he was going to get a free strike. And, uh -huh. like, he smashed a home run. And then, like, I think he got a grand slam was the thing. Oh, boy. And, like, he's just, like, then he gets back to the dugout, and all of his teammates are just, like, dude, like, that, like, you weren't, you're not allowed to do that. And then he's, like, what? I just hit a grand slam in the in Major League Baseball. I'm super excited. Like, I'm really good yeah. at baseball. And they're just, like, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> and, like, it's just, like, oh, so, and then, like, you try to explain that rule to people, and they're just, like, oh, so is the other team, like, have they forfeited at this point? Are they not trying to win? It's just, like, no, they're trying to win. It's, like, okay. Yeah. Um... So he should score as many points as he can, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. Lose, losing sucks. They're professional athletes, but then, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a, yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like other I situations agree. where, like, sorry, this is, but like, there's other situations where if somebody's losing really bad. They won't put in pitchers. They'll put in position players, and like those guys aren't good at pitching, so you're supposed to kind of let them take it easy. But then there's other people uh -huh. who are on like a rookie contract or something. I don't know. There's types of contracts where it's like you get reassessed and then paid based on how good your stats are. So this guy's like, I'm going up against a position player. I'm good at hitting home runs. I'm going to smash a home run here because I want better stats so that I get paid more. And like, yeah, it's like, yeah, man, go wild. Like <laughs> easing up in sports sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it takes away from the spirit of the game, right? Yeah. It's like if I'm isn't that an Olympics thing? Like you have to try. Yeah, like the Japanese badminton team got like disqualified for not trying Chinese. as hard as they could. Yeah. Chinese. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, screw that. If I'm like winning a race by a ton, you think I'm gonna like ease up on purpose? It's like maybe I'll ease up because I'm tired, but like <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of different. I'm not though. gonna be like, all right, we need to let it get close for the last lap. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's I've said my piece. I got through my ginormous list of notes. Yeah, I'm impressed. But anyhow, Brian, um, I don't. We don't have any emails, do we? You you said we don't, but I don't know if I trust you all the time. Did when you say you're pretty sure we don't have emails, is that is that you saying that you're checking? 
It means I thought I checked. I did check. Yeah. It means I checked and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. yes, I can confirm we do not have any emails. Good to know. Um, well, Brian, it was great to see you and catch up with you. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, oh, wait. Never mind. We can talk about this after the podcast. Um, but uh, if you want to reach out to the podcast, once again, feel free to email in weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Um, if I expect Kelly to have some opinions about this episode, and I will only accept those opinions via email. So, <laughs> okay. Get at me, Kuzino. Um, you, but aside from emailing, you can tweet at the podcast at weeklywilsonpod on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, we Wilson Pod on Instagram. But thanks for listening. And until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, my name's Jay Wilson. His name's Brian Wilson. And this has been The Weekly Wilson. Scooba da ba dee ba doo ba. Boop a doop ba da ba dee boo. Skeep a da ba dee ba doo ba da ba. Ba doo ba doo ba da ba dee ba doo ba. And now for my super special announcement. Oh, what? <laughs> Remember? Oh, yeah. Were you intentionally saving it for uh, the end? Um, well, I was going to see if you asked me about it, but then you didn't, so now I'm doing it now. Well, you asked me about it like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, it's kind of along the vein of, you know how I wanted to write a book? Yeah. Well, I didn't. But along that vein, <laughs> um, I've decided I'm actually taking... <laughs> I'm actually taking, like, a serious stab at starting a blog. Oh. Yeah, so I'm, like, designing logos and stuff, getting it all set up. But I'm planning on, like, launching it next week. Because I want to have it, like, all set up and looking good and everything's right before I actually, like, share it at all. Wow. But I've been putting a lot of work into it this past week and I'm getting really excited about it. So I wanted to share it with the world so i guess on next week episode next week's episode once it's all actually up and posted then i'll share the link and everything but are you like yeah. writing java no i i'm like doing it through wordpress okay. but cool it's like i have i have like a, a long list of blog posts i want to write and i'm like and yeah. i feel like it's a step towards writing a book because then you get enough ideas on your blog and you're like okay take yeah. a bunch of these ideas piece them together write a book nice yeah and I've always wanted to be like, I don't know, an idea sharer. I love sharing ideas. Yeah, you do. And like, you, you do that. <laughs> yeah. I cool, do. Man. So I think it's going to be most it's going to be mostly like finance focused. Yeah. But then also just have other thoughts on life too here and there. That's awesome, dude. Hmm. Looking forward yeah. to it.